We're back with Tom Dillon, who is live at Yume no Shima in Japan, where the games go on. And Tom, yesterday, um, really quite good from the standpoint of some of the scores and some of the matches uh, as the 132nd and entering into the 116th elimination processes are continuing. You know, one of the nicest things about the games since after Beijing is that every archer gets their moment in the sun. Absolutely. And uh, we... Uh... We have had uh, great coverage uh, worldwide of, of all the athletes uh, competing here, so we're quite happy with that. Uh, we're uh, happy to see uh, that uh, we get some, um, I would say, we have some of the favorites going through. We have uh, some upsets. Uh, so it's, it's been going quite well. And uh, uh, it's, it's clear that the venue um, uh, is a little bit challenging with the wind. Uh, the wind is a factor, uh, as expected. Uh, I think we had discussions on this uh, a long time ago when uh, Yuminoshima was chosen as venue and you, you know Japan much better than me so we knew from the start it was going to be a windy venue but we tried to protect it as much as possible and I think the, the, the finals venue is, is reasonably protected especially now that we have winds from the south but uh, it, it is windy, there is no discussion. Yeah, agreed. You know, if you uh, look at some of the wide shots, at least on the OBS feed to NBC that we have seen, because I know the different broadcasters around the world can take different angles and that kind of thing. But the angles that we've seen, sometimes we get the top of the stands where the flags are arrayed and you can see the national flags. Yeah. You can get a pretty good sense of what's going on with the wind either coming in from inland or coming in off the bay. As we speak right now, it is the start of the 116th recurve men's matches. And uh, some of the 132nds, uh, as the morning continues, as we speak right now, um, it's 19.30 hours on Wednesday in the United States in the mountain time zone. And where you are is around uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, the same. You're yes. looking at it, you know, 30 degrees centigrade. Uh, the wind is moving along at uh, about five miles an hour for our non-international listeners. Gusts are going up to about seven to eight miles an hour. Um, fairly bright, uh, sunny, I guess, right now as we speak. It's, it's quite sunny, yes. We had a little bit of overcast and actually a few drops fell down uh, around one hour ago, but nothing, nothing serious. But we could have some rain uh, later on today. Yeah, I, I mentioned this just to kind of paint a picture for our, our listeners because this location, Yominoshima, is an artificial island in Tokyo Bay. Tokyo Bay opens into the Pacific Ocean. Prevailing winds often come from the south, which is from the back of the archers in this venue. Sometimes the wind shifts and comes in from the land side. And so you're looking at potential for a headwind, a tailwind, or any angle. On ranking day, we mostly had a tailwind, but it was all on the big open ranking field. Archers get a 30-minute familiarization session in the finals field where everybody is shooting now. George, <laughs> look at the end results. Uh, it seems there is always win for everyone else than Korea. That's true. You what what, what more do you want me to say? <laughs> I think you just, answered, you just answered it pretty well because, yeah, at the end of the day, new world records, three of them, including a new one, of course, which was a mixed team. Uh, you can't deny it. Um, you know, I was watching... A couple of the Korean women shooting the other day, they'd shoot 10. Other shooters would shoot in the same wind conditions. It wasn't the wind that was putting arrows in the six ring, Tom. 
Uh, the thing is, uh, it's clear. We, we've seen a lot of stress. Uh, we, we've seen uh, people having, uh, I would say, a big of... Oh, I would say, uh, the fact that it's very quiet um, is a factor for sure. But there's no public. Uh, some people drive on public. Uh, we know. Uh, we have some athletes that love to shoot in front of a crowd. And it's, it's quiet. There is some team members uh, shouting and, and so on, but it is a very quiet venue. And, and that, that, is, that is, I would say, a bigger factor because the concentration is really on the athlete in the middle of, 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 of the field. So I think that, that is a, a, as big a factor as wind. Yeah. You know, you and I had talked in previous podcasts about whether that would be a factor or not. It is proving to be one. But one of the unexpected benefits, I guess I would say, as a television viewer, you are getting an unprecedented perspective on the communication between the archer and their coach, because the audio is picking up things that it would never be able to pick up if there were a crowd there. So that's one thing that we're getting out of this that we wouldn't have gotten if, uh, if we did have a crowd. And I think that has some value. It's very interesting in some cases to, to understand that interchange. Educational, yeah. I would say. Yeah, and the other thing that, that we have as of now with the individuals, uh, we didn't have it in the team now with individuals, is, is uh, we we are showing uh, uh, the heart rate of the athletes uh, I, whenever we can to, because sometimes uh, it's clear it's a, a technology that uh, is very good, but sometimes, especially uh, uh, if I see some of the, the people that are shooting very quickly, it's, it's system... Uh, sometimes can't capture it quick enough. So, but um, we we see uh, uh, that that as a, as a way to see the stress of the athlete. And, and we saw the the match. Uh, if if you can re, re, review it and, and see it again between uh, Kim and and and, and Unru, where you clearly see the, the the stress level of the the young Korean archer uh, getting higher and higher towards the end of the match. And okay, uh, uh, so it's it's showing I. Even the best of the best getting, are getting nervous. Sure. The question is, how do they handle it when they get that way? And speaking of the technology, um, I was talking to Chris Wells, your communications director, earlier today. And I noticed that social media, a lot of questions are being asked about the technology. I, I understand that Chris is working potentially on uh, a couple of pieces that would be available on the World Archery website, worldarchery.sport, perhaps later in the week to explain the technology, which is a contactless technology. The archers are not being made to wear something. It's actually done with a, a video system that is able to look at the skin of the archer and determine the heart rate based upon that. So it does have some limitations, as you pointed out. It needs a little bit of time to be able to synchronize. And also, I don't think it works very well in rain, but it is a big advancement from the standpoint of getting another perspective that we didn't have before, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. I, I must say, with the rain, I, I haven't had that uh, feedback yet, but uh, it's clear that it is it is uh, a visual, visual system. So any factors that obstruct the camera in any way uh, make it more difficult. But it, it's, it's, it is working, and uh, we are very happy with it. And it's one of the real talking points of the games for sure. Similarly, it looks like some improvements have been made in tracking the arrow speeds. Um, and it looks to me, correct me if I'm wrong, it looks to me like it's getting the average of the total arrow speed uh, at least partway downrange. I'm not 100% sure, but I think we, we are definitely getting more consistent reading than in the past. I think the positioning of the, the radar has been looked at, and uh, yes, uh, it's, yeah. 
So that was my impression. It was more consistent than we've seen in the past. Radar has been introduced as early as 2006 at some of the World Cup events. Uh, but sometimes you'd see differences because it was a Doppler radar that would pick up the arrow in flight. And depending on just exactly where it would lock onto the target, lock onto the arrow in this case, uh, you might get a different speed. But this one, this one seems to be improved. So as expected from Japan, I guess. <laughs> well, Tom, the, uh, the big thing is, of course, the next three days. Um, it's Thursday in Japan and then Friday and then the finals on Saturday. Uh, weather could be a factor. Uh, there is some heavy wind coming in the day after competition. Hopefully Saturday won't be too bad. I was looking at the forecast. It's not looking terrible from the standpoint of wind. We could be seeing some great scores and great performances for Saturday. What do you yeah, anticipate? I would say I've never been in an Olympics and I've been in many Olympics, as you know, uh, where, where my best friend is the weatherman. And uh, I, uh, I go and see him uh, several times a day. And uh, I think uh, looking back, the, the postponement we did was the right one. Uh, and uh, also uh, it looks quite good now. Uh, we, we, we don't expect any further delays or and, and the wind is is definitely on the way down uh i you never know uh weather weather is is very unpredictable of course but um we are we are seeing better conditions for the coming days and uh so we should have a uh, i would say the archers are making the difference and not the weather yeah absolutely one more question for you before I let you go, and that is, do you have any personal projections? What does your gut tell you about what we might see on Saturday? Exciting matches, and I think uh, medals from many countries. Perfect answer. Um, that's, that, that, that's my prediction. Uh, more I won't say because that get, will get me in trouble. No, but I think that you're you're probably right. We may see some upsets potentially based upon some of the upsets we've already seen. Uh, we're seeing people coming in who clearly chose to use the extra year to their greatest advantage. And I think we are truly seeing some of the best shooting we have seen at an Olympic Games, uh, bar none. And I think it's, it's a terrific thing. It's beautiful. Tom Dillon, uh, busy day still ahead. 13-hour uh, day yesterday, Yoshi Komatsu was telling me, and uh, I guess another one like that today. So I really want to thank you for taking the time out for this brief update from Tokyo uh, for our listeners. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome and uh, keep watching uh, wherever you're uh, listening from.